beauty and skincare is always a hot topic around here, and today I want to tell you about a new product line I've discovered that I think you will like, Exponent Beauty. Listeners of the show will receive 20% off their purchase. More details on that in a minute. Exponent Beauty is a skincare brand with a line of activated anti-aging serums that are clinically proven to reduce fine lines and wrinkles. The beauty of Exponent Beauty is their innovative form factor. The powders are activated with a quadruple hyaluronic acid serum in their patented precision-dosed dispenser. The packaging is gorgeous, and the dispenser itself is refillable, so it has also reduced plastic waste. Exponent Beauty's line of serums can be found in med spas and spas and dermatologists' office around the country. The line is dermatologist-recommended and clinically proven to reduce those fine lines and wrinkles, and to increase brightness and radiance, and to firm skin without irritation. No more expired or underutilized products with Exponent Beauty, just high-quality skincare with ingredients that work. Go to ExponentBeauty.com and use code TELL20 for 20% off a purchase of $100 or more. That's Exponent, E-X-P-O-N-E-N-T, Beauty, B-E-A-U-T-Y.com and use code TELL20, T-E-L-L, the numbers two zero for 20% off your purchase of $100 or more. And you have 10 things to tell. This show is about connection with each other and with ourselves. And the hope is that the things we talk about here will be fuel for better conversations and a personal awareness. This is an interactive podcast. Each episode has a prompt and a topic that I want you to take to your journal, text to your best friend, or answer on social media using the hashtag 10 things to tell you. This is a show about digging deeper and sharing our stuff. I'll go first. Hello, friends. It is officially summer in our household right now. Maybe you are weeks into summer. I don't know, but my kids just got out of school last Thursday. So this is our first official week of summer And we are kicking it off right, I will tell you now. Today's topic is favorite things right now. I do love a favorite things list. I always have. When people used to do it on their blogs, those were heaven. Now sometimes people do them in their Insta stories. I love to watch those. I just like to see what people are into at any given time. It's fun to get new ideas or to say, hey, I like that thing too. Obviously, social media can be great for this, although sometimes I feel like we don't always have social media permission to just randomly say, I like this thing. Everybody, hello, look at this. Because I mean, depending on how you use social media in general, sometimes you feel like you can't change up your pattern. Like if you pretty much only post photos of your family and stuff, it is weird to suddenly go, you guys, I just found the best new dish soap or whatever. 
Or like you mostly only post beautiful photos or have thoughtful captions. Like Maybe you don't know how to suddenly say, has anybody watched this crazy documentary? Or something like that. So anyway, the challenge this week, the prompt for 10 things to tell you, is to share some of the stuff you're into right now. It doesn't have to be 10 things if you don't have 10, but just like, here's a list of the things I'm really digging. So this episode isn't necessarily a journal prompt. This is more one for your friends, especially if you've been meaning to share about this thing or that thing, the other thing. This is your nudge to text a friend with, hey, I forgot to tell you how much I love this thing. I think you'll love it too. This is what this episode, this favorite things episode is all about. Also, since this is the type of episode you will probably want to reference, know that everything I'm going to talk about here will be linked in the show notes. You can always find the episode show notes at 10thingstotellyou.com slash podcast. Also, make sure you're following the show on Instagram and Facebook at 10thingstotellyou. Side note, last June, I had a favorite things birthday party. That was the theme. That's how committed I am to the favorite things idea. And because it was my birthday party, yes, I threw this party for myself, it was my favorite things. So we had chicken wings and french fries and Walmart white sheet cake. That's my very favorite cake on earth. We also had a big screen in the backyard where we just looped the movie over and over, Troop Beverly Hills. It's my favorite movie, Troop Beverly Hills. And then on the tables, I had these favorite things questionnaires, and guests had to fill them out about their favorite things, like their favorite restaurant in LA, their favorite podcast, et cetera, et cetera. It was such a fun party theme. I highly suggest it if you're looking for party themes. It works for all ages. And if you caught that reference to my birthday being in June, that means I have one coming up. And in fact, it's coming up next week, and it's a big one. It's a milestone birthday. It's huge. I haven't had such a big birthday since I turned 30, if you know what I mean. So next week, you're definitely going to want to tune in to the birthday episode where I share all my wisdom. Just kidding. I'm not going to share any wisdom, but I am going to talk about milestone birthdays, and I want you to talk about your own milestone birthdays. So that is next week. This week, right now, we're going to talk about favorite things. I have a ton of stuff all the time that I want to tell you about that doesn't fit into any particular category, just stuff I want to mention or recommend. And so all of that is falling into this episode. 10 of my favorite things right now in no particular order. Number one, interview podcasts. I'm so into interview podcasts right now. Once I started my own podcast, I stopped recommending other people's podcasts as much because, not that anyone is a competitor in spirit, but the thing about podcasts is that we're all competing for your time. There's only so much time in the day or in the week, and it is impossible to listen to every show every week that you love. There's just too much amazing stuff out there. But if you're in for a road trip or need something to binge while you you know, do a full day of laundry or something, I have a few suggestions in the interview podcast genre. 
One is Dak Shepard's show, Armchair Expert. This is not an original recommendation. This is a very popular podcast. A ton of you probably already listened to it. Even though I really like the show and really like Dax's style and guests, sometimes I get kind of bummed out when I see that each episode is like two hours long. Again, I have so much that I want to listen to all the time. I'd rather take in two or even three episodes of other shows than just one of Dax's usually. So I don't get to him that often unless I have a large chunk of time and then I'll press play and then I'll remember why this is such a great show. So anyway, several people told me to go listen to the Gwyneth Paltrow episode of Armchair Expert and I did that and I loved it. Now every single person who told me to listen to it also said something like, that they hadn't liked Gwyneth Paltrow before listening, and now they do. I don't feel that way. I really, really like Gwyneth Paltrow. I also like Goop. Goop also has a great podcast, actually. I respect a lot of what Gwyneth does, even though, yes, I do understand that she's controversial sometimes. Anyway, her episode on Dak Shepard's Armchair Expert, it is fantastic. And since I already mentioned the Goop podcast, there are a few of her episodes that I also want to mention that are so, so good. They always have really interesting guests on her show, including Emily Nagoski, one of the authors of the book Burnout that I've been raving about recently, especially if you're not a reader, if you think that you're not going to get to read Burnout, then go listen to the Goop episode to pick up some of her main messages there. Then Browse through the Goop podcast feed and see what other episodes appeal to you because I've taken a lot, a lot from that show. Other recent interview podcast episodes I've been listening to lately are Jeff Daniels on Alec Baldwin's show, Here's the Thing. Jeff Daniels, he's an actor. He is or was starring on Aaron Sorkin's stage adaptation of To Kill a Mockingbird. And so he talks about that as well as other Hollywood experiences he's had over the years that I just found to be really interesting. He's worked with some of the best in the business. This is an episode that I sent to my husband, Jeff, immediately to listen to. There are so many tidbits in that episode of Alec Baldwin's show, Here's the Thing. And if you're also into interview shows like I am, despite the fact that I mostly do a solo show here, then you might want to check out Off Camera with Sam Jones. It's a great podcast. You will definitely recognize most of his guests, he's a good interviewer. It's produced really well. I like that one. It's called Off Camera with Sam Jones. So good. Lots of episodes of that one that I could recommend. Okay, so all of that was just number one <laughs> on my 10 favorite things list right now. Interview shows, I have a list of those I love. Number two of my favorite things, my affirmation journal I talked about this on episode nine, which I called 10 Ways to Journal, but I'm mentioning it here again because I'm a teeny bit in awe of its magic, honestly. The Affirmation Journal is totally self-help, woo-woo personified. I do not care because I'm into self-help and I'm into woo-woo. So I'm just going to keep talking about some of these things, even to those of you who are not into the magic of the universe. But just to put it briefly, an affirmation journal is just what it sounds like. It's a journal where each day, I do it in the morning, every single morning, each day you write down a few affirmations for things 
that you're working on about yourself. So for example, if you were having some body image issues, you might write down an affirming sentence like, I am beautiful and strong in my body or something like that. Now for me, what has been the most effective, and I've been doing this for about six months now, is for it to be really repetitive. I write the same five things down every single morning, the same things. One is work-related, one is personal, family-related, one is about worthiness, whatever. It can be about your dreams or your goals. It can be about something you want to be better at, but you write it as if it's already true. So you don't write like, I wish I could own a house someday, but more like, I own a space I feel comfortable in and decorate in a life-giving style. Those are my words and not yours, but you write it as if it's something that is happening now. And there's a shift in consciousness that comes with that. Here's why I'm sharing it again here, because it works. You saying it like it's truth slowly makes it become truth. Not immediately, maybe some of these things you might have to write down for years before they start to feel or become real. But with each morning, affirming it to yourself, you are inching your way there. With sunshine, outdoor activities, and so many fun things to do outside, it is impossible not to enjoy all of these good weather days up ahead. Of course, we all know that more sun and fun means more sweating, and yes, more odor. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Lumi. Lumi is the first of its kind in the full body deodorant world and is seriously safe to use on any and every part of your body. It was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how regular body odor was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. I especially love that Lumi deodorant is baking soda and paraben free. It is also pH balanced for safe use on all areas of your body. You can choose from a variety of fresh scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, and toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash or deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code U at lumideodorant.com. That equates to 40% off your starter pack when you visit Lumi, L-U-M-E, deodorant, D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T, Com and use code U, Y-O-U. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. I heard about affirmation journals for years upon years before I tried it. This year, I always thought it sounded dumb. I understand that theoretically, it does sound dumb, like you're playing pretend. I get it. It's one of those things that you have to try it to understand it. Just give yourself 30 days, maybe even just 14 days. See how you feel after you start Daily writing down affirmations. See if anything has shifted for you around whatever topics you're affirming. And then you can decide if you want to keep going. Number three on my favorite things list. We're going to go from the spiritual 
to the tangible. My number three favorite thing right now is taking care of my skin. Taking care of my skin well for the first time in ever, pretty much, has been quite the eye-opening experience. Like the affirmation journal, but not really at all like the affirmation journal, I was skeptical a little bit about how much of a difference taking care of my skin would really make. But here I am, I'm 40 this month, and my skin showed it. So after I recorded episode number 14 with my friend Jamie Golden from the podcast, she taught us all about skincare, which is her personal hobby. After we recorded that, I bought all the things she recommended and I have been using them. And oh my word, you guys, she's right about everything. We need retinoids and acids and all the things that she said, they work. The things that have been personally working best for me is the Neutrogena Rapid Wrinkle Repair Oil and Moisturizer at night. I got those at Target. And the Drunk Elephant Sea Firma in the morning. I got that one at Sephora. So there's one drugstore product, one pricier product. I am loving how my skin looks. I am enjoying the ritual of caring for myself in this way. It is a win-win If you don't know what I'm talking about, if you skipped that episode, go back and listen to episode number 14. Also, I'm happy to tell you that we, you and me, the recipients of Jamie's Knowledge, we are not the only ones who took something from that episode. Jamie herself realized after that thing aired that a lot of us need help. We had a lot of questions. So maybe I twisted her arm a little bit on it, but I'm not sorry. I'm also taking a little bit of credit here. But she launched her own website, jamiebgolden.com, and there you can see all of her beauty recommends, all of her monthly favorites, which she normally does on Instagram stories, but now you can see them on her site. She's even going to start a newsletter around it that you'll probably want to sign up for. I'm definitely signing up for that. So my number three favorite thing right now is taking care of my skin, and that is all courtesy of Jamie Golden, who is schooling us in episode 14 and also now at jamiebgolden.com. Number four on my favorite things list, pajamas. I now cannot believe that I'm about to talk to you about my sleepwear on this podcast, but here we are. I've always been fairly against pajamas. Without going into detail, I just don't love them. They seem like an unnecessary step and expense. In fact, a million years ago, I wrote a blog post about all the things I wasn't doing, things that I was letting go of, and one of those things was pajamas. Feeling any kind of cute pajama pressure, I did not want it. I was just fine in an old t-shirt. Thank you very much. But then last year, I Marie Kondoed my closet, sort of. I didn't go totally nuts with it, but I cleaned out a big portion of my closet, and for whatever reason, that made me feel differently about pajamas. I do not know why those things go together, but they do. It was kind of a place for everything and everything in its place kind of thing. Suddenly it felt good to have items dedicated to sleeping. I have a few brands I'm really loving. Honeydew is my main favorite. I have several sets of those that I bought from Nordstrom. Bedhead pajamas, I've always liked. They're a little bit expensive, but they hold up for years, literally years. 
I still have the pair that I bought for the hospital when my kids were born. I also bought a cute set from Target from the brand Stars Above. So, yay, pajamas. I do not know how long this phase is going to last. I hope no one holds me to it. Number five, there is an app I've been meaning to tell you about for ages now, but there hasn't been a time, now is that time. It's called Touch Retouch. Are you already familiar with this app? You can use it to take random objects, even random people, out of your photos. Like if you took a really cute pic on the beach, but there's a weird, ugly bucket in the background, you can just use the object removal tool. There's also a line removal tool. So if there's like power lines and an otherwise beautiful sunset photo, you can use Touch Retouch to remove them. Isn't this a genius app? Obviously, people have been doing this with Photoshop for a long time, but I am too lazy to learn how to use Photoshop. Plus, I need something to use on my phone since I'm taking most of my photos on my phone. Now, before we get into a whole debate about manipulating your photos in this way, let me be the first to say that Instagram is not always real life. Sometimes I remove ugly objects out of my photos. Now, plenty of times I don't, so balance. But on the whole, I'm mostly about making a picture better. So touch, retouch. It works wonders. It's $1.99 in the App Store and so easy to use. Number six, speaking of photos, I am super into cameras right now. Not just my iPhone camera, which is easiest, obviously, because it's always with me. But there is still a pretty substantial difference between phone cameras and DSLRs. Even though carrying around a big honking camera is a pain, I'm always so happy with the photos I get on the better camera. When I'm taking photos of my family, I have a years old, like several years old, Nikon D7000. I'm sure there have been several updates since I bought that one, but it still works great. Also, I have a compromise that is perfect for travel and vacation. I specifically want to mention this little camera to you today. I bought this point and shoot last year. It felt kind of silly to buy a point and shoot these days. You just so rarely see them out there. But we were going to Europe last year. I wanted better photos than phone photos. I didn't want to lug around a huge camera all the time. So I splurged on a Canon G7X which is a small point and shoot. I've been so happy with it. I also got my mom to buy one before a big trip she took. She also loved it. So it's user-friendly. It has a flip-up display that's great for selfies. The flip-up display itself is huge. So you really get a good screen on the back. I just love this little camera. It takes wonderful photos, much better than the phone, but it also fits in my fanny pack. We will get to fanny packs in a minute. I also want to mention here while we're talking about cameras that Jeff bought an underwater camera before our spring break vacation because he knew we were going to be doing a lot of snorkeling and water stuff. He bought an Olympus. I'll link to the exact one in the show notes, but he bought this underwater camera. It was incredible. It took such good shots. I'll put a few of those photos on social media so you can see how awesome this camera is. He did research on it before he bought it. We were just very, very happy with it. If you're in the market for a good underwater camera, if you're going on a vacation where that would be fun, I highly recommend this one. Cameras 
are my number six favorite thing right now. Number seven, my favorite thing list at the moment is my to read stack. My to read stack is so intense and is one of my favorite things at this moment. It is massive, but I've put a ton of thought and effort into my summer reading list. I read a lot in the summer and there are so many good things out this year. This is turning out to be an excellent reading year. I'm putting together a whole list of my summer to read books. I will put that on the blog and I'll definitely link to that. But I'm going to tell you now a few of the new releases that are on there that are coming up in the next few months that I'm excited about. So you can grab them right away if you need some reading ideas right now. My biggest notables are Recursion by Blake Crouch. He is the author of Dark Matter. That came out a few years ago and I loved that book. He has a new one coming out this week. It's called Recursion. Blake Crouch, I've already pre-ordered it for my Kindle. Next week, the journalist Taffy Brodeser Ackner has a debut novel coming out called Fleischman is in Trouble. You may know Taffy. She writes these huge celebrity profiles for the New York Times. They are so good. This is her debut novel, and I also pre-ordered that one. I will report back. I'm super excited about it. It's called Fleischman is in Trouble. Two books coming out in July that I've also pre-ordered are Three Women by Lisa Taddeo. I hope I'm saying that right. This author is a journalist. She spent years researching this book, which covers the sexuality and the desires of three different women. This one's already getting tons of buzz and amazing reviews. I think it will be one of those books that is talked about a lot this summer. So it's on my list. I plan to read it the day it arrives. It's called Three Women. Also in July is the new Colson Whitehead book. This one is called Nickel Boys. Colson Whitehead wrote The Underground Railroad, came out a few years ago. It was my favorite book the year that it came out. It also won the Pulitzer Prize. So it's very good, obviously. So I pre-ordered his new one called Nickel Boys that comes out in July. It's about two African-American teens who enroll in a private school in the South in the 1960s. The school in the novel is based on a real reform school that existed in Florida for over 100 years. I know this book will be good, at least I predict it will be good, and I'm really looking forward to it. So there's lots and lots of new and great books out this summer. If I manage to get a full blog post about my list of all the things I've pre-ordered or downloaded already, I will share it on social media. So make sure you're following the show and also my personal Instagram. I always share what I'm reading on my personal Instagram, which is lara.tremaine. Okay, number eight, fanny packs. How could I get through a season and not mention my beloved fanny packs? If you get my secret post emails, then you have been subjected to my fanny pack preaching for years now. I love a fancy fanny pack. This old crotchety body of mine, it prefers to be hands-free, especially when I'm traveling and juggling kids and whatnot. And fanny packs have fully come back into style. Not that it matters. I'd love them anyway. But they're so much easier to find now, and they're cute. Lots of brands are making them. I sing the praises of the fanny pack. My favorite one is from Claire V. She makes really great bags in general, but I especially like this fanny pack, the leopard one, because it's roomy. 
There's enough room for my whole wallet and phone and lipstick, which is pretty much all I need. What else does a person need? If it held my Kindle paper white, I'd be set for life. It's not quite that big, but it's a good size and I like it. I also have an older Rebecca Minkoff one that's really darling, has a tassel on it. You can find fanny packs, sometimes called belt bags, which is a silly name if you ask me, from all the top designers, Gucci, Dior, Prada, all the way down to budget-friendly versions. They're everywhere right now. You can feel stylish and not at all lame in a fanny pack. I will be wearing mine all summer. Watch me. Number nine, favorite things right now, ebooks. I know, this one surprised you probably, but resources on the internet, I love them. Sign me up for people who are sharing their wisdom online in easily digestible chunks. I have two that I'm going to share with you really quickly that I think are worth your time. One is from Ann Bogle. You might know her as Modern Mrs. Darcy. She puts out a summer reading guide. So this goes back to my to-read stack, but Anne puts out a summer reading guide every single year, and it is full of great stuff. If you are a reader and not following Anne Bogle or listening to her podcast, what should I read next? What are you even doing right now? Go get her summer reading guide. It's totally free. You just have to give her your email address. Go to modernmrsdarcy.com. Click on reading guides at the top. She will most certainly add to your own to read stack this summer. The other ebook, e guide, e resource, if you will, is from my friend Jill Krause of Baby Rabies. She wrote an ebook called Picture Play. It's all about how to create photos that you love on your iPhone. Basically, it gives you steps and tips on how to take better iPhone photos and ways to edit them to make them beautiful. I love Jill's photography. Her family took a year-long RV trip last year, and I followed it, absolutely loving the great photos that she took of her family on her phone. Also, Jill just knows a lot about photography. She's the one who told me to buy that little travel camera. She's the one who recommended that. I just, I trust her advice. So if this is something you want to get better at, taking pictures on your phone, I do recommend her ebook called Picture Play. It's $19 and you download it. I read it on my iPad so I could see it kind of bigger and more clearly. You can find that at babyrabies.com. There on the sidebar is a link to the ebook Picture Play. I should say this is not sponsored or anything. Nothing in this whole list is sponsored or paid for. Neither Anne nor Jill knew I was going to share their ebooks today or e-resources. None of the podcasts or podcasters I've mentioned knew they were going to be on my favorites list. This whole thing is entirely unprompted, unsolicited. It is just me sharing the stuff I love. Maybe I should have made that clear at the very beginning, but I'm saying it now. Okay, number 10, last one, and it's a style one, and it's mildly related to my birthday and my advancing age. Except not really, because I wish I had learned this a very long time ago. But y'all, I am here for the flat shoe revolution. Women have been shown that comfortable shoes can be stylish, and we are never going back. This has been coming for a while now, especially as clothes in general are going much, much, much more casual than recent decades Athleisure's becoming a whole fashion category. Suddenly everybody 
wearing tennis shoes with dresses is no longer something from the 90s or something that only New Yorkers who walk to work do. But now that's for the rest of us. It's like a whole look. Sneakers of every shape and colorway take up half the shoe department at the store these days. Plastic pool slides are acceptable as party wear. What is even happening? But beyond the athletic look taking over the world, it is so refreshing to see women not killing themselves in heels so much. There are just so many beautiful flat or low-heeled options out there. Birkenstocks obviously have had a revival in the last five or six years, but also right now Rothy's, those sustainable flats that are so cute and comfortable. There are beautiful flat sandals out there. Brands are now making all these sandals, flat ones that are dressy and bejeweled, and they're truly taking over the high heel requirement that used to be like in place for all outfits. Do I still wear high heels? Yes, I do. Sometimes on a special occasion for certain events, I love a beautiful shoe, but I will tell you something. I had a special event a few months ago where I wore a really high heel and just a few hours in, not even the end of the night, just like in the middle of the evening, my feet were absolutely killing me to the point of being miserable. I could barely make chit chat. I had to sit down. I could not even stand. And then a few people started dancing and I literally (laughs) could not dance. This was not the type of event where you could like whoop it up and take your shoes off and be barefoot. And right then and there, I said, I do not want to do this again. This is basically ruining my evening. And I would rather look a little less polished or whatever we think that heels bring to an outfit. I would rather look a little less that, but be more comfortable and have fun. All aging jokes aside, because I do think this is part of it, our, our bodies absolutely do change and cannot take a night in heels as easily anymore. But I would also like to think that this is an extension of the mind-body awareness and that women in general are paying more attention to how they feel in their bodies and what these standards, style standards or otherwise, what it is doing to us physically and emotionally. So I'm not going to make footwear into like an all-out feminist issue, but I am going to say that I do think women's collective consciousness all getting more comfortable. It's not just style trends that are really overhauling these shoe departments. And I'm here for it. Bring me all the sandals this summer. About two pair I'm especially in love with for travel this month. I will link to them. A gladiator sandal thing, very cute, from the company Bed Stew. I got them on Zappos. And a dressier Loeffler Randall pair of gold sandals to wear for dinners out. I'm going to be walking all over Europe for two weeks. And I swear by Pedro Garcia sandals. They are so pricey. I'm going to warn you now that they are very, very pricey. I've had a few pair now for years and years. I've walked a gazillion miles in them. They're my favorite travel sandal. They've held up. My feet have never hurt with them. I don't know what it is about them. They're just very well made, very soft leather. For running shoes these days, not that I run, but you know what I mean, to wear on airplanes and such, I am wearing and loving Adidas Ultra Boosts. That is what I'm wearing for my travels this year. Okay, 
That's it. There was a ton of information in this episode of my favorite things right now, and I highly encourage you to go share a list. It doesn't have to be 10, but go share just a few of some of your favorite things. Text it to your girlfriends, host a dinner and go around and everyone says a current favorite. That would be fun. Share on social media. If you do, please make sure and tag us at 10 Things to Tell You. I love sharing my current favorites, and now I want to hear all about yours. I'm Laura Tremaine, and you've just listened to the 10 Things to Tell You podcast. You can find the show notes and subscribe to episode emails at 10thingstotellyou.com slash podcast. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at 10 Things to Tell You. Remember, this is an interactive podcast. I have 10 things to tell you, and you have 10 things to tell. So take this topic to your journal or a friend or post on social media using the hashtag 10 things to tell you. These episodes are meant to bring connection with others and ourselves and spark better conversations. Thanks for listening. Now go share something.